If you're constantly finding yourself interrupted in the middle of planning, creating, or executing a piece of content, then today's episode is just for you. We're chatting about the importance of creating a workflow for content creation, especially as a busy mama, and I am giving you the exact steps I've used to create my own. Sound like something you need? Well, then let's jump in. Hey, and welcome to the Mama Business Podcast. Are you ready to grow your business from home but aren't sure where to start? Do you find yourself searching for how to get more clients, increase engagement, or set up your online systems? Do you worry that you'll fail or give up when the babysitter cancels again? (laughs) Hey, I'm Sarah Brumley. I'm a wife, mama to three, and a corporate gal turned entrepreneur. For years, I chased the idea that building a successful business meant neglecting my family. I wasted way too much money and time. After a full-blown burnout, I realized I needed to focus on a marketing strategy that worked for me not the other way around, and I can't wait to share that same strategy with you. In this podcast, you'll find easy to implement growth strategies so that you can grow your business without the guesswork. So strap that kid into the stroller or grab that lukewarm coffee and let's get started. This is Mama Business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another episode of the Mama Business Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Brumley, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today as we chat about this topic. As a mama with little kids at home, it's probably safe to say that you don't have a lot of extra time on your hands, and the time that you do have probably comes with a lot of interruptions. I know, that's my life too, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It comes with the territory of being a mom, right? But that's exactly why I believe it's so important to have workflows within your business. Because when you have a workflow, when you have a process, then you're able to maintain consistency with how you use your time and even with the end result that you provide to your clients or customers within your business. So today I wanna share the exact strategy that I've used in my own business to create a workflow specifically for content creation. And here's the kicker, if you're one of those mamas working in the cracks of the day, you know, like those five minutes here, that 10 minutes there, this is definitely something you wanna have in place. And I'm gonna explain a little bit more about that as we jump into the topic, but definitely something to have in place for your business. So. I'm guessing you're gonna wanna grab a pen and a piece of paper to take some notes. So go ahead and do that and then let's get started. All right, so the first thing we need to do is discuss what a workflow actually is. And in its most simple form, a workflow is essentially the process that you go through in order to complete a task or project. It's the steps that you take to get to the end result, whatever that is. And this is going to differ depending on what you're creating a workflow for, but ideally you'll have stages of the process that you'll work through creating task lists and resources for, okay? I'm gonna explain all of that in just a minute, so hang with me, okay? But in the case of our content creation workflow, there are really three stages. Stage one is brainstorming. That's coming up with the idea for whatever piece of content you wanna create, and maybe it's doing a little research or creating a brief outline. It's that brainstorming stage that you need in order to actually produce the content, right? Pretty self-explanatory, I hope. Stage two is creation. 
This is where you actually create the content. So if you're writing a blog post, this is the actual writing of the blog post. It could be the actual recording of the podcast episode or video that you're creating. Whatever it is, it's the actual creation of the content, okay? So that's stage two. And stage three is implementation. This is the stage that comes after the content is created, but you still have to get it on the platform. So that might be your website if you are writing a blog post or the podcast platform or whatever it might might be for you, right, okay? You're getting it from just created content to the actual place it needs to live going forward. And then you're making sure that it has correct links, images, any other necessary elements prior to you clicking, publish, or scheduling it. All right. Now, you might also include any next steps that you want to take as far as getting the word out. So like, let's just say that you are doing Pinterest or you're sending an email newsletter or whatever it is. It's creating those things as well. So that all can be part of the implementation stage. All right. So once again, those stages are brainstorming, creation and implementation. And if you're taking notes, go ahead and write those down. You're gonna want them going forward. Okay, so now that we have those stages in place, there are actually three steps that we need to take to complete our workflow, all right? We're designing this workflow. We want it to help us remain consistent with content creation, even in the middle of interruptions. And so we're gonna go ahead and follow these three steps, okay? The first thing we need to do is assign tasks to each stage. That means that everything and anything you might need to do to be successful in that stage needs to be assigned within your workflow, okay? This might seem really, really silly. I know that the first time I ever considered putting a workflow together, I thought it seemed silly because I did the same things over and over again and I just did them, right? I didn't need to think about them. I didn't need to check them off a list. I could just do them. But there are a couple reasons that this is really important for you, okay? Let's think about it from the perspective of interruptions first. If you are constantly being interrupted in the middle of creating content, it's easy to forget where you left off. It's easy to end up missing a critical element or a step, or you might even just get so frustrated and overwhelmed that you'll give up. Have you ever felt that way? If so, you aren't alone, okay? Having a list of tasks like a checklist makes it very clear where you left off and what you need to do next. Personally, my family, even my toddler, knows that when they interrupt me, I'm gonna take two seconds to make sure that I've checked the last task that I've completed off my list because that allows me to know exactly where to start when I come back. Because I don't know about you, but I'm easily distracted and it can take a lot of time to get back to the task at hand if I don't just sit back down and know exactly where to start. And since I didn't have a lot of time to begin with, which is pretty much reality, right? This piece really helps, okay? So making sure that you detail the steps you need to take place in order to be successful is really important as our step one, okay? Once you have those steps in place for each of the stages within your workflow, the next thing you wanna do is detail the tools and technology that you need throughout the process. 
For example, if you have a certain website you like to search for keywords on, you might note that as part of your brainstorming stage. Or if you use an email provider, then you might want to include the link to that in the implementation phase. Just this step alone has saved me so much time over the years because I'm not scrambling to remember the name of whatever tool I might need and wasting time in the process. Personally, I even include tools on my workflow that I only use some of the time, just on the off chance that I'll need it in the future. Like an image resizing app that I don't need every time I create a podcast episode, but is sometimes helpful to have at my disposal. I don't want to spend time hunting that down when I do need it. Okay, so once I've had this app or this piece of technology or this tool and I know it works, I put that in my workflow so that I know exactly what to access when I need it in the future. So alongside every single step that you have in your content workflow, make sure that you have links to any special tools or tech that you might need. And just a side note here, if you ever plan to outsource any or all of your content creation process, you're going to have this already in place so there won't be any guesswork for a future contractor or employee. It's always good to think about those things ahead of time as you're working to grow your business because your business will grow and you may have a contractor or employee on your team in the future. So why not set the groundwork now to set yourself up for success in the future? Alrighty, the final step in this process is to make sure that you've laid out your timeline for your content creation process in combination with your priorities. So what does this mean? It sounds a little confusing, but this means that you know exactly when you want a task to be completed within your process. For example, do you want your research to be completed a week ahead of your publish date? Do you want to have your title a month ahead so you know what to look forward to as you're going into the next month's worth of content creation? Do you need to get your email schedule the day before or the week before so that you're not, you know, stressing about it or whatever it might be? Whatever your ideal time frame is, make sure that you have this noted within your content creation workflow. And I like to combine my priorities, like I said, with this step, because there will be times when you just won't have enough bandwidth to accomplish everything on your list, even if you want to. I know that's hard to hear, but it's true. Sometimes we just can't do it all. So if that's the case, you need to know what doesn't matter as much. Maybe that's the blog post that doesn't get an extra image that week. Or maybe you choose to launch that podcast episode into the world, but don't send an email notification to your subscribers. Life happens, right? We're moms. We understand that a kid gets sick, the babysitter cancels, something happens. But if you set yourself up for success by making sure you know what your priorities are, you won't have to worry about it. You won't have to guess what to do and you won't have to guess what you might be able to leave behind in that moment so that you can give yourself some grace. All right, hopefully that makes sense, but definitely something that I highly recommend is knowing what your priorities are and what your schedule needs to be in order to keep yourself on track for success. Alrighty, now that we have the actual process in place, we have our stages, we have our tasks, we have our tools, we have our priorities list and our schedule, okay? We have all that in place. So the next question becomes, well, how do I use this workflow? And the key here is not to overthink it. If you are creating a workflow to create blog posts and you write them out in a Google Doc, then just create a Google Doc checklist that you can add to the top of each and every blog post that you create. 
If you use a task management system like Notion or Monday.com or any other one, and there's plenty of them out there, then just go ahead and use that, okay? Don't recreate the wheel. So another way you can do this is you can just use a spreadsheet, like a Google Sheets or you know an Excel spreadsheet or whatever it is, and then just create a new tab for each piece of content that you create. But whatever you do, I'm just gonna tell you right now, don't overthink it, okay? Personally, I use the free version of Notion for my task management system at this time, and that allows me to create a template for my podcast episodes so that when I create a new one, my workflow is already attached. Ultimately, you'll wanna use whatever works best for you, but you do want to use your workflow. So make sure that you have it as some as part of some sort of system, even if that's just a simple Google Doc that you copy paste into whatever blog post you are writing or your outline or whatever it is, okay? That brings us to the action part of this episode, and we all know action is where the dreams turn into the reality, and today's action step is this. If you don't already have one in place, it's time to create your workflow for content creation. It might seem like a tedious thing to put into place, but I promise you, if you want to have a business that grows without feeling like you're doing all the things or taking more time than necessary away from your family... If you want that, then this is one of the best ways to get that started, okay? Don't wait any longer. Take the time to put this together today. Now, I know from personal experience that I am much more likely to accomplish what I set out to do if I'm accountable to somebody. So if you need additional help designing or implementing your workflow, grab a mama business strategy session today and let's work through it together because there's nothing worse than wasting time and effort and not getting results. Together, we can set you and your business up for success. So snag yours today at sarahbrumley.com strategy. No matter what you choose, Mama, know that I am cheering you on. Have an amazing day, and I will chat with you next time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Mama Business. If you liked the episode, please leave a review on the Apple Podcast app. It might seem like a little thing, but it makes a huge difference. And if you have any questions, want to request a podcast topic, or just want to connect, you can find me over on Instagram at Sarah L. Brumley. Remember, it is possible to have your family and your business dream too, as long as you know what to do and when to do it. This is Mama Business.